Mic check. Mic check one, two. Mic check one, two, one, two. <laughs> Welcome to Sword Tadpole. <laughs> Whip on my Kindle, I'm ready for a break. I start to water because the words are mace. Iris burning up, no blue light filter. Dizzy all of a sudden, my balance off kilter. I just bought a bunny and I named him Regret. Tummy can't handle Swiss, so I feed him the cheddar. News just in. Rami's not cool, so I ate the newspaper. Ink bled through my stool. Tripped onto paper, formed into questions. Poisoned veins and prevented erections. Made a weird joke, my friends don't get it. Some in the scapegoats, they're the ones that said it. Working on the subway laptop, ate my soul. Cloud ate my data. Story tadpole. Story tadpole, story tadpole, story tadpole. You're not that loud. Okay. Um, welcome to Story Tadpole. I am so excited for this episode because here with me now is a special guest who's been on the show before, um, and her name is Hannah Bacon. And uh, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you planning to say that? It just came to me just now. <laughs> no, the whole time I was talking, you were thinking about saying that. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Um, well, that waveform is actually pretty big. I'm telling you. Let's I start over. Loud. We're okay. starting over. Okay. I'll edit this part maybe out. You're not going to edit it out. <laughs> you always say you're going to edit it out, and then you don't. I might edit it out. There's no way. Yeah, I guess. Let's just keep going. Um, so, the last episode was called 50 Things, and it was just, uh, you know, 50 things. <laughs> and um, <laughs> To do when you're sad. Yeah, 50 things to do when you're sad. This episode, I, I there's actually a part two that's called 50 Things Part Two. Which is this. And the theme is more of, like, 50 things that might make you sad. The other one was 50 things that you should do when you're sad to make yourself feel better. Yeah. So this one's... Yeah. The other way around. Yeah. I guess I should have put this one first, now that I'm thinking about it, but... Alas. Alas. It is what it is. Um, and, and Hannah hasn't... She, we're going to switch off reading them. Hannah actually hasn't looked at, at these things. So. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. I might get really sad during... Yeah. <laughs> it's 50 things that make you sad. Or cause, it's not just 50 things that make you sad, it's 50 things that make you sad, cause pain, <laughs> or are just like generally not great. Okay. Okay. Should yeah. I filter my reactions or should I just let them flow? Just let them flow. Okay. I think just whatever happens. Whatever happens. As happens. far as your reactions go, happens. <laughs> great. Um, all right, let me pull it up. I pulled it up. Pulled it up. I already had it pulled up, actually. Are you doing odds and I'm doing evens? Uh, you start. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Don't look. You can't look. <laughs> I have to. How am I going to read it? Yeah, well, close your eyes until it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Okay. My eyes are closed. Okay. 50 things, part two. Number one, getting non-sexually smacked for misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> that would make you sad. Number two... <laughs> Eating thorns. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, piercing your ear with a tusk. Where'd you get the tusk? Uh, you find it. It's not a real tusk because we don't like 
that's you know that's, we don't support that. we don't support that it's a fake like a fake tusk you might find it like the field museum like a plat like a paper mache mm. tusk okay. yeah. <laughs> but strong enough to pierce you yeah it can pierce your ear i mean it would hurt that's why it's on the list yeah it would go straight to gauging your ear okay number four you can only speak by cat calling Oof. yeah what do you think about that? Like, would I only be able to talk by catcalling? Anyone. Everyone. Anyone. So you're constantly catcalled? Yeah. Are, are people used to it because, like, that's the norm? Or, like, all of a sudden one day you're, like, only catcalling? No, people never get used to it. <laughs> people think you're just catcalling all the time. They don't know that's a thing that you have. Oh. Yeah. It's like a, like a disorder. Dis- yeah. Is that the right word? A disorder, yeah. Yeah. So if you were <laughs> yeah. calling me, what would you say? Like, well, it depends what I want to talk to you about. Like, (laughs) come over here. Okay. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, baby, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or like, "Mm, looking so good, pass me that paper. Yeah, here you go. Um, Okay, number five, being forced to live inside an oft-played didgeridoo. So it's like you're a little person inside a didgeridoo that's played like all the time. You're you'd be like constant earthquake. Yeah, and like spit, like a constant storm of spit and shit coming down like coming down the sides. Yeah, I'm sad about that one. Um number 6. All dogs want to eat you. Yeah. That's how I already feel like <laughs> so that might be the same. Uh number 7. All cats want to be eaten by you, and they purr at you until you do. It's literally a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was actually thinking about our friend Amanda when I wrote this one because mm-hmm. um, she loves cats, and she has a bunch of cats, and I was, like, thinking, would she like this? Um, I think that she would like being purred at, but she wouldn't like the fact that she would have to eat them or that that's what they would want. Would she know? I don't know. Does number seven mean that you know, or you just you get you just get the purrs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be either. Either way, it's sad. Yeah. I think. Uh, eight. Number eight. Oh, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. A stranger gives you the Heimlich at every meal, but only if you're not choking. Only if you're not choking. It would suck. <laughs> it's like so bad. You would be. You would throw up your meal every single time. Yeah, and if you're actually choking. You, no one gives no you the high Wow. They yeah. would, just wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, number nine. Jumping off a ski lift because your friend said the snow would be soft. <laughs> but it's not soft. It's not. <laughs> it, it's not even winter. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on the lift for fun. But you, you trust your friends. So that's why you did that. Yeah. The old jump off a bridge thing. Yeah. Number ten. Dissecting yourself. Yeah. In what way? I was thinking about, like, a science, like, eighth grade science class. Mm-hmm. There's, like, you know, you dissect a frog. Mm-hmm. Did you dissect a frog? Um, we did a worm. A worm? In eighth grade or seventh grade. I don't really remember if we ever did a frog. Does a worm even have parts? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of all one part. Yeah, it's just one tube. Oh, we did do a rat. We did a rat. That was really gross. When we, like, me and my group went to puncture it, mm-hmm. all the formaldehyde, it was, like, dyed pink, you know? Yeah. And it came shooting up through the puncture. 
Ooh, it's like dramatic. a like a pimple being popped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. worse. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, so anyways, I was thinking like instead of, in science in eighth grade, instead of dissecting the rat or the frog, it was just like your teacher was like, okay, we're gonna start our dissection unit, and the kid raises their hand like, what are we dissecting? And then the teacher says, yourself. <laughs> and then you're stuck in like a horror movie. Yeah. Does every single student have to dissect themselves? Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's like, and I was also thinking, like, how far would you go before you're like, I don't want to do this? I, I mean, I would hope, like, right away. <laughs> <laughs> right away, you know that you don't want to do this and you stop right there. I was thinking, I, th- I think I would trust my teacher for a little while. Yeah, I'd, especially if you're, like, in middle school. Yeah. I would be like, oh, like, this is going somewhere. And then I, I think I would actually make, like, the first a puncture maybe you, you would make a puncture. just because i didn't know like i wouldn't know i'd be like because i really trusted my teachers i think yeah and they were adults they were smart and also i was kind of like a, a brown noser i wanted to get a good grade really bad <laughs> I, I wanted my teachers to like me interesting um okay 11 uh you can only satisfy your itchiness by scratching other people <laughs> So you would say, like, I have an itch on my arm, and you have to scratch somebody else's arm? Yeah, you'd have to go, I have an itch. <laughs> I'm scratching Hannah, by the way, because you can't see. You may be able to hear it. If you have an itch, like, on your butt, do you have to scratch somebody else's butt? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mention that, but I like that. You have to scratch the spot that itches. But does it, does it fix it? Yeah, it oh. satisfies your itch. Okay. But, like, what, like... What if you had an itch on your coup, or like I had an itch on my testicles? Yeah. Then the only way to satisfy it is to find someone else and scratch it. Ugh, what if you're alone? Then you're out of luck. You gotta find someone else. <laughs> you you gotta go leave out. The house. Go to Walgreens. Find a leaf blower. Yeah. Find a leaf blower, go to Walgreens <laughs> CVS, and like ask, I guess. Scratch some balls. I wouldn't want to do it non consensually. No, no, no. Um,. But it would be very awkward. Either way. Consensually or non-consensually, I think it would be awkward. Yeah. And probably would make you sad. But also, it would be almost more satisfying because you have to, like, work harder for it. It's like, (laughs) you have to overcome your anxiety about asking someone. Mm. And... And also, what if you had a really bad itch and you asked someone, it was, like, the only person around, and they're just like, no. I think that... That would probably happen a lot. Like, if somebody asked me, I'd be like, no, you can't. I'd be, my coup. <laughs> I think I would maybe, like, if it was a really bad, I mean, imagine you had poison oak. You had poison oak, and it's, like, ungodly itchy. Like, you just mm-hmm. need to freaking scratch it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing, you just need to fucking scratch it. And the <laughs> only thing that satisfies it is scratching somebody else. Like, I might ask, and they say no, and then I would, like, try really hard to not scratch them. But I might have to, like a little scratch. <laughs> or like throw something at them in the spot and so I can make a quick getaway. Oh, okay, yeah. But I guess if you're throwing something at them, then it's non-consensual. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I don't know. It it's, changes things. Well, that's a tricky one. That's why I put it on here because it's tough. It is. You know? You always like to challenge everyone. I like that. Okay, what number are we at? 12. 12. Being forced to do many math problems on a wooden abacus... <laughs> With rotten, easily splintering wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so, that one honestly made me sad reading every single word of it. Why? 
many math problems. That's when I first started to get sad because I was like, Ugh, I yeah, don't man. ever want to do many math problems. Yeah. And then wooden abacus. I was like, I don't, I don't know how to use an abacus. Yeah. Then the splintering, easily splintering wood. It's just like the cherry on top. The splinter. Yeah. The splinter on top. It's like, and what I was thinking about was every time you move, the, like the abacus, there's all those like little donut things that you mm-hmm. move from. I don't know how it works either, but yeah. you move the donuts from side it's to back side. Back and forth, back and yeah. forth. <laughs> every time you touch one, you like get pretty much get a splinter. Yeah. Like under your fingernail or something. Yeah. So... I guess you could do it, like, just with your nail. That might be the best idea. Like, grow out your nails and then push it with your nail. Grow your nail really, really long. Yeah. But then you have a really long nail, and that's also not great. You have a really long nail, and you might also still get splinters, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, the next one. Uh, We're on 13. Mm -hmm. 13 is having a personal caretaker that gets paid to administer treatment in a timely manner, and the caretaker is convinced that the only th- viable treatment is burping into your mouth. <laughs> I was thinking, like, when you're old, like your, your kids or whatever, they really want to take care of you, mm-hmm. and they want you to get the best treatment, but uh, they can't do it themselves, so they, like, hire someone for you. Mm-hmm. And so this person, like, you don't have control over this person. You're not hiring them. Your kids are hiring them. Mm. Or whoever... Have, maybe you don't have money or... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or who, like, someone is, is like, gifting you this caretaker, kind <laughs> of. And so the caretaker... And the, so you, like, tell your kids, like, hey, this caretaker, like, all he or she is doing or they is burping into <laughs> my freaking mouth and I can't stop them. And I think, like, it would be so scary if you know your kids were like you're lying you have dementia like we don't believe you that's not happening you're trying to like get out of this but you're we need it to happen yeah that's i think that that is how it would go like your kids or whoever was um in charge of the caretaker would probably think that you're lying because that's so obscure but would you you feel like the person couldn't fire the caretaker because they like they need a caretaker yeah. But they don't have the choice to get a new one, so they're stuck with the burping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only viable treatment that they th- <laughs> that they believe in. So you're not you're getting burps in your mouth and you're also not getting the treatment that yeah. you need. Imagine you were in your bed, like in your deathbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, I came around, I was your caretaker and I said, "Time for the treatment." And I came and just like held your mouth open and you're like no no i don't want the treatment i don't want the treatment and then i just burped into your mouth (laughs) eric that's so creepy i know it's bad let's move that's why i put it on the list (laughs) it's really bad um okay 14 only being able to put pressure on a single toe at any given time so like when you're walking you can at at any given time at any at any time so whenever you need to stand or anything, whenever you need to put pressure on your feet, mm-hmm. you, you can only put pressure on a single toe. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> we might not have to say yeah. any more about that. That's that. Um, 15, you can only sit on the corners of things. <laughs> like corners pointing upwards? Just Well, I would say any corner. So you can never have a full cheek 
sit. No. <laughs> no, you can't have a full cheek sit. <laughs> That's torturous. I know. And I was thinking about, because right now you can't see, but Hannah's sitting on an exercise ball. Um, you just wouldn't be allowed. Because there's no corners yeah. on it? Yeah. Would that be like, you try to sit on it, but there's some force greater than yourself that like won't allow it? Yeah. Or maybe a corner forms. <laughs> right before you sit. <laughs> so you're like, wow, this looks so great. There's no corners on it. And right as you're sitting, a corner comes. Yeah. And you sit right up on the butt. corner. And it goes up Put your butt. Put it up your butt. Um, 16. You can only sleep if you're inside a guitar case. You yeah. can't fall asleep anywhere else. Yeah. Well, for me, it wouldn't matter that much because I can't fall asleep That's, anyways, yeah. ever. But, Maybe uh, you should try sleeping in a guitar case. <laughs> Maybe you would be able to sleep there. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. Um, sorry, this noise is like we're in, in a house right now that has a lot of weird noises. So if you can Maybe hear... Maybe it's haunted. Uh, yeah, it could very well be haunted. Um, if you hear a strange noise, that's just the house making noises. Yeah. Or the caretaker burping in our mouths. <laughs> yeah, it's haunted by the burping <laughs> caretaker. <laughs> Um, my turn? Your turn. 17. You aren't allowed to swallow anything, <laughs> only lick. It's terrible. I know. It's really a terrible one. Yeah. Be really unsatisfying. Yeah. 18. Yeah. You have no saliva. None. Do those two go together, though? Yeah, I kind of thought about 18 right after I thought about 17. But, it's, okay, so you're you're only allowed to lick, but then you have no saliva, so you're licking without any saliva. Mm-hmm. There's just none. Terrible. Like, your mouth is just, like, you know, if you're, you have dry mouth, you're really stoned or whatever. Um, you have dry mouth, and you're like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But people don't realize that when you have dry mouth, you still have some saliva. <laughs> People don't realize that. It's like a little known thing. Yeah, people are like, oh my god, my mouth is so dry. But they don't understand that it could be so much drier. Yeah. Like, yeah, like desert. You know, like when your tongue is so dry, sometimes it gets like those little craters. Mm -hmm. Or have you ever seen someone's tongue? Yeah, it's like a chapped tongue. Yeah, and there's like craters in it. Yeah. It would be like that, but even worse because they probably have some amount of saliva. Your tongue would be all craters. I wonder if you'd, you'd have to drink water all the time, but then but it wouldn't you'd do be anything. peeing all the time. Yeah. And the water, like, wouldn't really do that much. Maybe it would make it worse, like, you know how my, my skin gets really chapped on my hands. Oh, water, I know. Water makes that worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe it would, yeah, it would just make your tongue worse. Yeah, it's bad. Um, 19. Instead of peeing out, you pee in. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just goes back into your body? Yeah. Where does it go? In. <laughs> where? It goes back where it came from. Do you always feel like you have to pee? Uh, no, I mean, you can pee. You pee normally, it just goes back in. So it just cycles. I was thinking, this is what I was thinking when I wrote this. I was thinking about the human body, and I was like, I'm not that good at, like, science. So in my mind, when I was writing this, I was thinking of the human body as just like a big empty bag. <laughs> and so there's like a lot of extra space for pee because it's a big empty bag. But then okay. I think after that, I quickly remembered that there's other stuff inside your body. Oh, there's some, there's some stuff. Yeah. But there's not that much stuff. <laughs> I think there's room for like a fair amount of pee. 
Yeah, but like, think about how many times you pee every day. Well, you pee a lot because you drink so much water. That's true. I'm very hydrated. <laughs> okay, 20. Flipping a light switch turns on a light, but never the one you want it to. Yeah. <laughs> never. It's frustrating. How do you ever get the lights to turn on? I don't know if you can. Well, what if you're thinking like, okay, I don't want that light to go on. So you turn it on, but like you like trick yourself. But the, I think the lights know what you really want. <laughs> so they know, they know the truth. Yeah. Okay. I think. It'd be frustrating. This one I think is kind of Zen because the, really the answer is to not want anything. <laughs> and then the light, right? The, the light, the right light will turn on. If you don't want anything, but it only applies to lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you it's can be zen in, in one aspect of your life. Yeah. Um, 21, you are silly putty. <laughs> <laughs> you know how a silly putty gets all like warm when it's been in your hands for yeah, a while? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, yeah, but would you like to be it? Um. Again, I think it's like if you had the right state of mind, it might be nice to just be molded and gooshed between fingers yeah not dirty fingers it's like that's kind of maybe a bigger question on agency like what? the agency that we have in our lives yeah you know if you're silly putty you're just like molded and mushed yeah maybe we are silly putty yeah we are being molded and mushed by the great beyond mm. by our futures <laughs> scary by, by our past <laughs> uh okay 22 the only what Right here. You can only wear corduroys in a thick line of grease. Isn't every bridge? <laughs> yeah, did, so... Yeah, tell me how you thought of that one. Because I was thinking about corduroys and, like, basically I was just thinking, what if there's all those ridges, what if there's, like, thick grease in every one? I mean... You couldn't sit. You could never sit down. You could you get, sit. You'd just get grease get everywhere. everywhere. And you couldn't, like, wipe your hands in your pants. No, you get grease. can't wipe your hands on your pants. But in certain situations, I think it would be very useful, actually. Like, I was fixing up my longboard the other day. Mm -hmm. I longboard. <laughs> By the way. Okay. <laughs> you just you're, wanted you're to You're fixing up your it. longboard. Yeah, because I longboard. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. I, I had to use grease. And of I had to fucking go... I shouldn't say fucking because it's not that big of a deal. But I had to go buy grease. It's and... a big deal. Like when you longboard, yeah, you when... just like you want there to be grease readily available. Yeah. It's something you would understand if, you, if, you if you're long... a longboarder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, your turn. 23. Everyone calls you baby, but you're not a baby. You're an adult. <laughs> that, would, that would make me sad. Yeah. Not really sad, just like, I guess mad. Me yeah and it's not like baby like not like in a like a cat collie way mm -hmm. just like they call you like in a way that a fifth grader would call a fourth grader like you're a baby you know <laughs> like here's your sandwich to go baby yeah like that <laughs> oh god yeah like everyone calls you that it's terrible but you're just not a baby you're, you're an adult yeah they just can't see it 24 the only shape you can describe or talk about is a rhododendron. Is that? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I don't think... that's a plant. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you can only maybe you can only talk about the shape of the plant. I think I meant to say dodecahedron. Oh, I'm glad you didn't, because that would have been harder to say. Yeah. So anytime you describe a shape, like if I was trying to say Hannah's sitting on an exercise ball, I would have to say Anna's sitting on an exercise dodecahedron. <laughs> <laughs> No one would ever know what you're talking about. I know. And what, like, this begs the question, is everything you describe, like, a shape? Is a table, if you're talking about a table, is that a shape or not? I think everything has a shape. But not everything is a shape. Um, I think everything is a shape. Yeah. There might not be a name for it. I mean, if it's three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. There is a name for it. Hmm. Dodecahedron. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Okay. 25. When you look in the mirror, your reflection is always laughing at you, <laughs> but you're not actually laughing. The horror movie. That's a horror movie. <laughs> I know. But again, like, are there any positives that can be had from this situation? I think so. Like, I think if you're having a bad day... You know, sometimes you're having a bad day and you look in the mirror and you look so sad and it just makes you more sad. Yeah. If you are having a bad day and you look in the mirror and your reflection is laughing, maybe it would just make you laugh. And then you're like, hey, you're right, self. It's not that bad. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. But also you might be like, fuck you, person in the mirror. Like (laughs) everyone should be having a bad day. Like misery loves company. That's true. Is it your reflection is... It's doing whatever you do, but just laughing. Just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I think that that would be a person-to-person thing. Like, sometimes you might like it, sometimes you might hate it. Yeah, I could see it being a pick-me-up at times. I could yeah. also just see it being terrifying for a while. Yeah, when you're not used to it and you just let yourself laughing. Yeah. But maybe that would make you less scared of things. Because you're like, something as scary is in my life every day whenever I look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified of myself. So you might, that might like be really good for your bravery. Mm. Like I read this article about these two twins. One was called, one was named winner and the other was named loser. And the one named loser ended up being like a really good person. And the one named winner just was incarcerated um, like pretty early on. Really? Yeah. When he was like true? two. <laughs> No, not when he was two, but, you know, early. Oh, interesting, because he was just, like, so used to getting handed things or, like, Mm -hmm. being thought of. He didn't have to work hard, maybe. Yeah. Loser, the expectation was that he was a loser. Mm. So he beat that expectation. That's terrible. Whose parents would do that? Yeah, that's That's an awful, (laughs) awful experiment. Um, Okay, 26, your turn. All trash bags have holes in the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's terrible. It'd be so bad. It'd be so bad. It'd be smelly, too. It'd be smelly. There'd be a mess in your hallway or, like, your apartment complex or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bad one. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> 27. You must run into things before you move past them. <laughs> yeah, that one's bad, too. <laughs> so I'm going to give a demonstration of what that would be. Even though the listener can't see. So I'm walking past Hannah right now. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't see what happened, but I ran into her. And And I'm on a ball chair. (laughs) But you didn't fall. 
That's just because I was bracing myself against the table. Because <laughs> you're new. It's the dodecahedron. Think about all the things that you walk past in a day. Children. Yeah. Run them over. Children. <laughs> Into the ground. Yeah. Cars. Oh, that would suck. That was... <laughs> what if you're crossing the street? What if you're jaywalking? If you're jay, Well, maybe just don't jaywalk. What if you're jaywalking across the highway and there's a car that's going to hit you? <laughs> And you are walking past the car. You just have to get hit by you it. You get hit by it. Or maybe in this scenario, you have more strength than the car does. So you hit the car and then the car, like, you know, That's you run into true. things and you have a lot of force. That's true. I do say you must run into things, not things must run into you. Yeah. I mean, I guess if a car is going, like, 60 and you run into it, it still probably would affect you more than the car. Yeah. But yeah, I guess if you're running into something going 60 miles per hour, it's really like running into something. It's really like something running running into you going like even faster than 60. Yeah. Because like, think about it. If a car is coming at you really fast and you're running into it, that's like combined speed of a lot more. Yeah. What about a train or something? Yeah. You'll be, I mean, be done. What about like a waterfall or like a river? Whoa. I don't even this know. This is a really dangerous one. Yeah, this one, you would, is really I don't dangerous. think you would survive no. for that long. Mm -mm. You'd have to live in a bubble. Yeah. 28. Oh, wait, we have to scroll a little bit. Also, really quickly before we move on, like, oh, yeah. imagine you're a baby and you're just learning how to, how to move around, like crawl, and this you have this issue. Um, you would get so mad. I think I would never learn how to move. That's a good point. Your brain would just teach you not to learn how to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's too painful. Right. Or move. You just wouldn't move. And that would be even, that would just be terrible. Maybe people would go around wearing lots and lots of padding. Like Ooh, football players. Yeah. Tons. It's like bubble boy. What would be the worst thing that you would have to run into? Um, the worst thing. Well, this is not the worst thing, but like, what about like your crush? <laughs> in high school like you know you want to play it cool around your crush what if you just run into them <laughs> yeah that would be pretty bad because it's oh yeah before you move past them they would just hate you they'd be like why what the hell like why the fuck do you keep running into me you would, be, I, you would have to say like it's just a thing that i have to deal with yeah oh because this would only apply to you yourself not to everybody no this is just you. oh that is that is so much worse what about like something, you know, when you walk down the street in a mm -hmm. city and there's an air conditioner and it drips down like water. All the time. Yeah. What if there's something like that or like something that's dripping funk, like sewer funk and you have to walk through it? <laughs> oh, it'd be <laughs> so be bad. bad. It'd yeah. be very bad. Okay. Uh, your turn. Even when you see your own credit card attached. Oh, no. Start what? over. <laughs> Even when you use your own credit card attached to your private bank account, money is only ever taken out of your partner's account. Well, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it actually says parents' account. Oh. But I like partner's account better. <laughs> yeah, I would feel... Well, I guess you'd feel bad either way. I would feel really bad taking it out of my parents' account. Me too. Like... I want, it's nice when they pay for things, mm. but, but it would just suck. 
you can't ever pay for anything yourself and you're just draining your parents bank account you're like forever and even if your parents were super rich like you would never be able to escape them you'd never be able to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. yeah it would suck <laughs> partner would suck too but yeah partner would suck too because it would be like a trust thing yeah you would never trust your partner um 29 at the end of each film you see with a friend you are compelled to say quote there was not enough peewee herman in that <laughs> film you had you just had to say it every time yeah well, isn't that kind of true? Like, when is there ever enough PB Herman? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. So maybe we yeah, should that, be saying that. Yeah, maybe that one belongs on the other list. <laughs> Although PB Herman is really freaky. He's terrifying. He's, he's terrifying. Okay, 30. Every TV show is diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> you could never escape Guy Fieri. Yeah. Is that his name? Fieri. Is, that, is he the host? Mm-hmm. Oh, Guy guy i think i would like to be friends with guy though <laughs> would you maybe He'd be a fun person to have like at a barbecue mm-hmm. um but i think that that's that's it interesting fact about guy fury um in my class the other day we were doing this like hot seat thing somebody had frosted tips no <laughs> <laughs> i wish uh one someone posed the question if you could be anyone who would you be? Mm. And this guy said Guy Fieri. <laughs> was he kidding? I don't think so. He was oh. like, um, yeah. He was serious. I think so. Interesting. I mean, I guess you get to travel all over the place and you get to eat good food. But also, I, I do kind of think that Guy Fieri is a little bit um, hated yeah. in our culture. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know. There are worse people to be. But there are, there are better people to be, too. Yeah. Yeah, Pee-wee. Being Pee-wee Herman would be worse. I hope Pee-wee's not listening. If you're listening, <laughs> Pee-wee, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, your turn. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. All right, don't look. I, I want to surprise you. With this one? Well, with all of them. Okay. <laughs> um, 31. All soup is clam chowder. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that one doesn't seem to... I don't love clam chowder, but yeah. I also don't love soup in general. So I guess if you're someone who loves soup but hates clam chowder, that one would be set. How do yeah. you feel about clam chowder? Yeah, I kind of like it. So I don't know <laughs> why I put this one on here. I think this one was slightly a bit of a cop-out. Because mm. I, I don't think it would be that bad. I think it would be fine. Like, yeah. I don't eat that much soup. Yeah. <laughs> So it yeah. doesn't affect me. Yeah, you'd be able to live through that one. And clam chowder can be really good. It can. Although, um, in San Francisco, if you go to the wharf, you can get, like, a bread bowl with clam chowder. It's kind of, like, a famous thing to do. Mm-hmm. And um, when Drew was visiting, he got a bread bowl with yeah. clam chowder in it, and, like, it wasn't that good. But he left the whole bread bowl with the clam chowder in my car <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> and that was his last day visiting, so he oh, flew home. yes. And then I found the bread bowl with the clam chowder mm. like a week later. And I didn't know why my car was starting to smell. Um, so now when I think about clam chowder, I just have this vision of like gross, funky clam chowder that's been soaked into a bread bowl. Yeah. So if there was only clam chowder, I think that that's where my head would always go. Yeah. I mean, clam chowder is uh, 
Yeah, that's where my head is right now. Thanks to you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. 32. 32. When people talk about... Oh, sorry. It should be when people talk about you. Oh, okay. When people talk about you, all they ever say is that you have a fine ass. So when potential employers are discussing candidates, they don't even want to bring you up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> it's like part of it's like, it's like nice. It's like, okay, yeah, I do have a good butt. Yeah. <laughs> you have a fine I'm ass. I have a fine ass. But um, in terms of like employment and also like there being so much more to a person's character, mm-hmm. that would be, that'd be pretty bad. But what about if you didn't have a fine ass? It would be nice to like, what if there's nothing good about you? If this applies to a person, I, w- I beg to differ that every person has something good about them. Wait, you think that everyone does have something good about them? Yes. What if you didn't? If there's a person who literally has nothing good about them? Yeah. So then at least in this case, someone would say that they have a fine, they ass. Have a fine ass. Yeah. It's better than nothing. It's better than a lot of things. What is it better than? Maybe, maybe better than nothing. Uh, I think having a fine ass is better than like having well manicured fingernails. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I guess as far as appearance things go, it's good. It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. So this is like if there's nothing good to say about someone's personality. At least they have a fine ass. At least ass. they have a fine ass. Yeah. I would take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, the thing about, like, potential employers, like, imagine the person interviewing you wants to, like, go to their boss and be like, oh, this person did a good job. But instead they go to their boss and say, like, oh, the person I just interviewed has a fine ass. (laughs) And, like, if you were that recruiter or the person doing the interview, you wouldn't even want to bring it up. No. Like, your boss would say, how was the interview? And you would just be like, um, yeah, I was, you know, don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. And then they would never get hired. Yeah, you'd never get hired. And you'd probably get that person fired. Mm. The person who interviewed you. Yeah. But fuck them, they should have hired you. They should have hired you. Okay. Um, 33. When people give you good news, you have to say, I urge you to reconsider. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of good news? So uh, there's so many kinds of good news, but like, this came right after the job one. So like, imagine you're going for this job you really want. And they're like, we have really good news. We want to offer you the job. <laughs> and you have to say to them, even if you want to work for them, yeah. I urge you to reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. How would you ever get anything you wanted? Um, <laughs> Maybe they would hire you anyway, but that's doubtful. They'd be like, why? It would be really tough. Yeah, it'd be um, tough. Before we continue, I want to just pause to make sure that this recording doesn't accidentally get deleted. Okay. Yeah. It, not that it would. Yeah, why would? I just want to make sure. Okay. I never know whether to press this to stop it, whether to press the red button or the stop button. I think red button means record. Well, I don't know. You you know this. I think... Fuck. I don't know. I'm going to press the stop button. Okay. All right, 
Uh, welcome back. I did hit the correct button. I hit, <laughs> I hit the stop button, not the record button. And uh, it properly stopped and saved that recording. So let's get back to We have about 15 more. Uh, 17 more. Good math. Yeah. Um, I believe we're at an even, so Hannah. So it's my turn. 34. If you do get offered a job, the first thing that you must say is, I urge you to reconsider. Oh, I had a repeat. Oh. <laughs> Ugh, so there might only be 49 things. That's okay. Yeah. Go ahead to 30. You Go ahead. Okay. Do you want to talk about it being a repeat? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's kind of sad that it was a repeat, you know? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's not exactly a repeat. The first one was when people give you good news, you have to say, I urge you to reconsider. And 34 is if you do get... uh, uh, Yeah, it it is essentially a repeat. It's okay. We we don't have to talk about it. Okay. 35. You are forced to spend one hour every day inside one of those closed carousels at the local dry cleaners. <laughs> and for some unknown reason, the carousel has only dirty clothes waiting to be washed. And for the entire hour, it spins hitting you and hitting you with soiled t-shirts and greasy coats. <laughs> Why is everyone's clothes so greasy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the the, uh, the corduroy the person, it's full of those corduroys <laughs> with grease in them. Ew. Every single day you have to be in there for an hour. Yeah, you just stand in the carousel <laughs> while the clothes hit you in the face. Can you get other things done when you're in there? You can try, <laughs> but it would be tough. Ew. I mean, what would you do? Like, what would you want to get done? Answer some emails. <laughs> So you're just sitting there, like, with a chair. Yeah, you have a chair. On the computer while the things keep hitting you in the face. (laughs) And then all your technology and, like, notebooks and stuff get covered in grease, too. Yeah. I don't like this one. Yeah, that's why it's on the list. That's why it's on the list. It's true. Um, Okay, good. We're still going. Um, Okay, 36. 36. You have runner's nipple, and you haven't run in years. <laughs> um, how did it happen? Uh, the runner's nipple? Uh-huh. You don't know. Is You're it... just, like, bleeding from your nipples. <laughs> um, as somebody who has recently run a lot and had an experience with runner's nipple, um, I think, like, if it wasn't explained... I would be I would be really worried. I'd be very worried and maybe we'd try to go to the doctor, but it seems like maybe they wouldn't really know why. Mm-hmm. And you would be in pain all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you'd have like little red dots on your nipples. Mm-hmm. Like uh like through your t shirts I meant. Like little blood dots. <laughs> you would have to wear band aids yeah. your nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a thing though, like women like the in the free the nipple movement? Mm. Well, I guess it wouldn't be free the nipple if a band-aid is covering your nipple. But I feel like it's kind of like a little bra. Yeah, like sometimes if you don't want your nipples to show and you're wearing a thin shirt, you could put band-aids over. Have you heard of that being done? I haven't done it myself, but I have seen it happen. Like Janet Jackson, you know, from the Super Bowl when she ripped her shirt off and there's that little star around her nipple. Oh, that, I think that the TV put that in. What? What are you talking about? Do you remember there was that whole conspiracy with Janet Jackson years ago? With the nipple, yeah. I, with the nipple. But was was there a star over it? Yeah. 
Oh, you think the TV put that on? Well, I can't really remember the exact moment. I don't really remember there being Should a Should we watch the video? Yeah, let's watch it. No, Maybe it'll after. take two. Yeah, we'll watch yeah. it after. <laughs> I was under the impression, so I didn't even, I didn't even like think about... Like it was about, censored. That's what I think. Oh. How were they so <laughs> fast? I don't know. But I also didn't see the star, so okay. maybe she did have a little pasty. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. That was crazy. That was a that crazy happened. time. Uh, JT. Yeah. And JLo. <laughs> um, where are we? 37. Uh, yeah, that's you. Okay, 37. You wake up each morning covered in a praying mantis murder orgy full of females <laughs> fucking headless males. They're on you when you wake up? Yeah, they're all, they're everywhere. So you know, like, about the praying mantis thing where, like, the females, like, bite off, or, like, whatever. They yeah. bite off or cut off the male's head or something, and then they, because the male is supposed to, like, when it doesn't have a head, like, it short circuits, it's, like, thrusting. Mm. And so it just, like, thrusts harder and, like, has more sex. Uh-huh. Like, better, better sex. Yeah. Better sex. Like, more, more likely. Yeah, more efficient sex. Mm-hmm. So you wake up and that shit's happening all around you. <laughs> and are the heads are the heads on you? Everything's on you. Everything's everywhere. There's like hundreds <laughs> of them everywhere. Fucking. Ugh. You know what the worst part about that is, I what? think? That when you get up, you would have to step on them. Like you would probably be startled, get up, like brush it off of you and want to run out of the room. Mm-hmm. But on your way out of the room, you would be stepping on all of them and they'd be crunching. Ugh. That's the worst part. And you'd probably and, be barefoot because you you just woke up. Yeah. And also sympathizing with the praying manti? Mantises? Whatever it is. I don't know. The praying manti, I'll say. Okay. I, like um, I mean, you wouldn't want to be stepped on while you're having sex. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. But you also wouldn't want your head to be eaten while you were having sex. But would you want to eat someone's head while you're having sex? <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Depends who. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, Okay, 38. Someone tickles you raising goosebumps on your arms, and just when they are at their most firm, the tickler takes out an empty board and files them away. Oh, an emery board and files them away. Away the goosebumps. Yeah, like, you know an emery board, right? Yeah, like for your fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. They tickle you like this. And then right when the goosebumps form, they take that like file and they just go and file the bumps off. That's that How did you think of this one? I was thinking about emery boards. <laughs> okay. And just the different things that can be filed with them. I don't know if that really explains how you got to the tickling and the goosebumps. Because, like, if I was thinking about emery boards and things that could be filed, I would probably think, like, for, you know, fingernails, all the obvious ones first, and then maybe, like, oh, you could whittle, like, do a project with a a stick. And then goosebumps. (laughs) I'm curious how you got to goosebumps. I don't know. It might have been cold in the room at the time, and I had goosebumps, mm. or goose pimples, as some people call them. I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, either way, though, what do you think about that? Would you enjoy that? <laughs> no. Would you enjoy being think... the filer? Nope. Would you enjoy actually being the emery board? Um, maybe, because that's kind of like their job, the emery board. 
Oh. You'd be like, oh, like usually I do fingernails. This is fun. Like something different. <laughs> <laughs> Trying uh, something new. Uh, yeah. But, TNT. Try new things. Yeah, TNT. But I do think that that, I think there's been a couple things on this list, but especially that one, it's just a form of torture. Like yeah. That, that sounds like torture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Okay. 39. All streets appear to be cul-de-sacs. <laughs> How would you ever get anywhere? They just appear to be. <laughs> They're not actually cul-de-sacs? Yeah. So you get to the end, and you're like, oh, it's a cul-de-sac, you can turn around. But, like, it's not actually. So if you had kept driving, you would have been yeah. able to get through. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so frustrating. I know. And also, <laughs> what if you were actually in a cul-de-sac? <laughs> and there's a house there, and you're like... If I drive through this house, I might just be going the right way. And then you drive through the house. Yeah, and then you fucking drive through someone's <laughs> house. <laughs> I'm glad that this one's on the list because that is the worst when you're trying to get somewhere and you go down and you a road. drive through someone's house. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, when you drive through someone's house. Or it's a cul-de-sac and you're like, God, like yeah. again, another dead end. Yeah. You're like stuck in the neighborhood. Cul-de-sacs suck like when you're trying to find somewhere and you're like, fuck, I found a cul another cul-de-sac. But yeah. I think... Maybe if this was your situation, you'd be like, oh, great, another cul-de-sac. This might be the right way. <laughs> like, one of these cul-de-sacs has got to be the the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you would still be frustrated by it, but you'd I, probably learn to love them. I think I would carry with me, like, a little BB gun and shoot <laughs> it at the end of the cul-de-sac. And if it, like, hit something, then I know that it's actually a cul-de-sac. <laughs> and if it, like, goes through... Then it's just a street. Oh, okay. Or maybe like a, a paintball. Yeah, okay. paintball. You can see the paint. Yeah. BBs get lost. True. You yeah. have to listen and see if it hits something. A paintball would be way better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 40. You are reincarnated as an eyebrow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, as an eyebrow. <laughs> On whose face? Someone you don't like. <laughs> um yeah i mean that also is like a very serious form of punish punishment mm -hmm. like you must have done something really bad in your previous life to yeah. come back as an eyebrow on somebody's face that you don't like and then like do they tweeze do they wax mm -hmm. do they do any manicuring of their eyebrows because would you feel the pain i mm -hmm. wonder yeah yeah i was thinking about like to um when i when i was writing this Cause like I've in my life had, um, dandruff on, in my eyebrows. Mm. That's been a thing that I've had before. Mm -hmm. And I, some, and I've thought to myself, like this person is not taking care of themselves. Like the person that's my eyebrows. <laughs> like if that was someone reincarnated because I wash my face, mm. you know, I try to. So in the past you have kind of thought that your eyebrow already was a, its own person. Yeah. Like my eyebrow, I wash my face my eyebrow like doesn't isn't affected by it because they're responsible for their own hygiene and so they're just like fuck it like i'm, I'm an eyebrow fuck it <laughs> i'm just not gonna do anything right yeah. well maybe maybe if we're looking for the bright side in it if you're reincarnated as an eyebrow on somebody's face that you don't like then you could just like not take care of yourself and produce a lot of dandruff and just like be unruly mm -hmm. you know since you get long eyebrow hairs that are sticking all over the place and it would be a nuisance to the person. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be a nuisance to them. Yeah, that could definitely be a thing. It could be a thing. Um, 
41. One day you wake up and everyone is a carrot except for you. (laughs) (laughs) Would you want to be a carrot? Would you be like, this sucks, like, I want to be a carrot too? Is everyone, like, we're all the same personality-wise and everything, but just, like, I wake up, you, your body is a carrot, but you're still you. Yeah. Like, your mind, your, everything's the same. But you're not moving around, you're a carrot. (laughs) So I, but I'm not a carrot, but you are, and everyone else in my life is. Yeah, everyone's a carrot, except for you. But the carrots can't walk? They can communicate with carrot speech, (laughs) but they can't move around well. They can roll sometimes. But but carrot speech, I wouldn't be able to understand. No, you're not a carrot. (laughs) I think that... I really um, value being able to move around mm-hmm. on my feet, so I don't think I would want to be a carrot, but I think I would, um, I think it would get lonely, but mm-hmm. I would still choose to not be a carrot. Would you rob banks? Would you do <laughs> illegal things? Well, like you go into, how did the, if you go into a bank, there's no carrots there, right? Because how, how else Only the carrots there? that work there. How'd they get there? Uh, they appear. <laughs> well, can carrots transport themselves yeah i forgot to mention that (laughs) they can uh what's the word uh is it transport what's the word for when you disappear and then reappear someone else somewhere else why am i blanking on me too teleport teleport yeah they can the carrots can teleport i forgot to mention that um okay well that changes everything because if you teleport and maybe it would be fun to be a carrot because, like, you probably don't need a job if you're a carrot. So yeah. you could just, like, like if we were both carrots, we could just go on trips, we can teleport, we can roll around, and we could communicate with each other. Yeah. That doesn't seem so bad. No. But if you are the person, would you rob a bank? Oh. Um, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Because it kind of seems like you don't really need money if everyone else is a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's very true. I was thinking, too, like... It would be funny if you robbed a bank and you're running away and like the carrots can't hold guns. They can't tell you to stop or anything like all they can do really is teleport. So you just like you're running away with all this money and the all the like the carrot police and the (laughs) carrot bank people are like teleporting in front of you, like just hitting you. But yeah. that's it. But that's it, because you could just push them over. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's just a bunch of carrots teleporting <laughs> to you while you're running away, and they can't do anything else. <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> I, I do think it would get lonely over time, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, 41. One day you wake up and... Oh, wait, no. 42. You wrote Third Eye Blind's entire catalog of hits, but no one knows it. Yeah. It's a tragedy. I know. They have some really <laughs> they good songs. Have some really good songs. Like really catchy ones. I know. I want something else. Yeah. And and like imagine <laughs> Wish I'm... you would step back. <laughs> Let Let my friend. Did they sing that one? Yeah. Oh. Nice. Sorry, what are you gonna say? Um Imagine How's I... it gonna be <laughs> Okay, go ahead, I'm done. Um Yeah, so I'm I wrote their songs. And I, maybe you're like, you're one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, um, like the song came up on the radio and you're like, hey, I wrote this song. <laughs> and your friend's like, shut up. You know you did it. And 
you're like, I fucking did. Like, I swear I did. <laughs> but you're, there's no way your friend would ever believe you. Well, if it's your best friend, shouldn't they believe you? Or shouldn't they know that that's the thing that you did? Um, well, well, part of the, uh, part of 42 is, but no one knows it. <laughs> so even... Even your best friend. Yeah. Even if you told them, they wouldn't know it. They wouldn't it. know. They yeah. wouldn't believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, would you sue the band for not giving you credit? You try, but you lose, because no, no one believes you. you. You just have to live with it. Yeah. It's torture. It'd be hard to get over. Yeah. All right, 43. Upon recommending a good book to a friend, that book immediately ceases to exist. (laughs) (laughs) So your friend's like, I can't find the book that you recommended. Like, you made this up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they can't even Google it. Yeah, they can't. It's just doesn't exist never existed everyone just thinks you're trolling like whenever you've recommended and like what if you read a book you're really excited about and not only will your friend think you're a liar you can't read it again you can never read it if again. you make that recommendation you are not reading that book again <laughs> but if you don't recommend it nothing happens only if you recommend it right but you probably you would forget because you'd be like oh my gosh i'm so excited i read this book you yeah. need to read it and then you recommend it and then it's gone and they would never believe you that it was good and that it existed. And then also you might start to question whether or not you actually read it. You're like, did yeah. it exist? Did I make, did I write Yeah, that you'd book? be thinking that you would go, <laughs> you'd think you're going crazy. Yeah. I think too, like, I love recommending books and just like talking about good books that I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I would for a while try to like find a way around it. I would like say, you know, I just read uh, a really good book like Harry Potter or something and I was like hey I I just read this book like at this point you still haven't recommended it all you said is you've read it mm-hmm. I would say like I just read this book I think that it's something that maybe you should uh take a look at <laughs> <laughs> and just slide it and try just try like is that a recommendation <laughs> I would think like maybe I can somehow still get this person to read it but mm-hmm. not recommend it like maybe you have five different books out on your table and you're like i just read one of these books <laughs> not, not saying which one <laughs> and it was really and good it was really good <laughs> and the like, other ones are like ones you hate because if they disappear it doesn't matter yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> like i can't confirm or deny yeah <laughs> okay 44 mm-hmm when thinking of the phrase, stop, drop, and roll, two things happen. One, your clothing catches on fire, and two, you can't remember how to stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> so even just thinking about it. Yeah. Like, I think stop, drop, and roll, and immediately my clothing goes up and flames. Yeah. And then I forget how to drop and roll. Yeah, you forget how to stop, drop, and roll, even though the directions are literally in, <laughs> in, the, the, phrase. in the phrase. The phrase is strictly directions. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like you would perish <laughs> yeah it would fire. suck yeah. <laughs> it would suck but only for as long as you survived yeah yeah if you when you stopped thinking well that's another thing you think of the phrase stop drop and roll and then you're in flames mm-hmm. i was thinking maybe if you stop thinking about the phrase the flames would go away but if you're on fire you're not going to stop thinking about it yeah 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 i was thinking too like the first time you would think about it is when you learned it when you're a little kid and so, like, the fire local fireman comes to your school, and they're like, okay, what do you do if, like, your clothing catches fire? And the fireman's like, 
stop, drop, and roll is what you would do. And so you're, you start thinking about it, like, stop, drop, and roll. And then you, your clothing catches fire, and the fireman's like, stop, drop, and roll, quick, stop, drop, and roll. And everyone else is like, Eric, Eric, stop, drop, and roll, stop, drop, and roll. And you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to do. I can't. I can't stop, drop, and roll. And you're just burning there in the class right when you learn how to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, you're like doing the opposite. You're not stopping. You're running. Yeah. You're not dropping. You're not dropping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be terrible. But maybe if there's a fire person there, they could hose you down at least. Right? (laughs) If they brought a hose in the class. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone, okay, you're on fire, and then also everyone just thinks you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe is worse. Yeah. Okay. Um, 45. As an eyebrow, you are shaved off. <laughs> so, so if you're the eyebrow. Yeah, when, after you're reincarnated as the eyebrow, mm. you're shaved off. <laughs> Do you grow back? That's a good question. Do you still exist? Oh, that's a great question. Are I've, you... The, well, the brow, because there's like the bone, you know, that's mm-hmm. like your brow... True. But then the eyebrow, I guess, is really the hair. That's, is it? Is the eyebrow just the hair part of your brow? Or is it the whole thing? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to ask an eyebrow. (laughs) Do you know any? (laughs) Not yet, but I will be one day, maybe. (laughs) In your next life. Okay. 46. Afterwards, you are reincarnated again, this time as a mosquito perpetually giving birth. Yeah, be so bad. That would be worse, I think, than the eyebrow. Yeah, you're always giving birth. Um, You, and I think what I was thinking when I wrote this one is like, my least favorite thing is mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. So you're a mosquito who's constantly making more of the thing you hate (laughs) most. Not only do you hate yourself so much because you're a mosquito you're making more of the thing you hate most yeah so like when you're reincarnated though you're still like you're conscious that you are like a human yeah so you know that you hate yourself you're not just a mosquito in the Ooh, mosquito world. i don't know i guess yeah i guess if you're a mosquito maybe you would be none the wiser yeah well if you're a mosquito then you're giving birth you might like that because you're like you know contributing mm-hmm. to your society yeah um, but if you, like, have still the brain of a human and you're a mosquito and you're constantly giving birth, mm-hmm. I think that's when troubles arise. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Actually, can you read the next two? Because I want to read the one after that because it's one of my favorite ones. Okay, wait, which number am I on? 48? Yeah. Uh, no, 47. Oh, no, yeah, just read this one. Wait. Which one did you just read? I just did 46. Okay. Oh, so I should do 47. Yeah, do 47. As a mosquito forever giving birth, forever giving birth, you cannot die or move. Yeah, sorry, I wrote forever giving birth. (laughs) (laughs) As a mosquito forever giving birth, you cannot die or move. So you forever for the rest of your lives... Yeah. You are giving birth as a mosquito. Yeah, I don't think you're ever reincarnated as anything else. You're stuck. You're just a mosquito giving birth. Mosquito purgatory. Yeah. 
And I was thinking, like, there are insects where this is their fate. I mean, they die eventually. <laughs> but there are mosquitoes where that's, like, all they do. Like, a queen bee. Mm. That's all you do. That's all you do. I wrote one of the previous episodes a long time ago called Little Wing Takes the Cake. It's a throwback. It's a great episode. They, there's, it's a couple episodes. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the themes of that is, like, how terrible it might be to be that queen bee. Just, like, being forced to eat lots of food and then being forced to give birth over and over. Yeah, I'm glad you brought back that episode. That's a good one. Or a couple, there's two, right? I think there might be three. Three. Um, yeah, because everyone always thinks it's good to be the queen bee, but they don't think about behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's like a, it's even a saying. It is. Yeah. Unless we're talking about Beyonce, because then it probably is good to be the queen bee. <laughs> okay, 48. Don't look. Okay. <laughs> 48. A small and pretentious child appears from the ground, much like the Pokemon Diglett, <laughs> <laughs> and corrects everything you say. For example, if you were to ask a friend, who, sh- who should I talk to about my broken life? The Diglett child would appear and say, actually, it's whom should you talk to? <laughs> Okay, this happens anywhere, wherever you are. Yeah, whenever you say something, the Diglett child appears from the ground and corrects you. Um, wait, is Diglett is, like, the name of the Pokemon? Have you seen Diglett? No. Let me show you a quick picture of Diglett. Okay, well, you pull that up. Um, let me think about this. I think, like, maybe the first time or first couple times you would be like, ah, like, that's cute. <laughs> You know, like, that's cute that they popped up to help me. Uh But then the third time, fourth time, so on, you would really, really start to hate it. Here, here, here's a YouTube video. (laughs) Okay, I get it. Do you hear what this Diglett is saying? (laughs) It's saying Diglett, Dig, Diglett, Dig, Diglett, Trio, Trio, Trio. (laughs) This is actually the evolved version of Pig, of... Not Piglet, of Diglett, called Diglett Trio, I guess. Oh, okay. And it's three Diglets, which that is <laughs> as bad as one child appearing from the ground, telling you, correcting you, three of them might be a worse thing. Might be worse, but better for them, because then at least they have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel kind of bad for them that maybe they're, like, so lonely that yeah. they just feel like they have to appear out of the ground to correct you. Um, but that, that would be really, really frustrating. If a child appeared from the ground and corrected you, would you stomp it back into the ground? <laughs> I think, yeah, the first couple of times I would just let it happen and be like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, I would have more questions like, are you okay? Can you yeah. breathe down there? Where's yeah. your family? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you human? I'd have a lot of questions first. I think like after it became apparent that they were just here to make my life miserable, yeah. <laughs> then I would probably start to stomp them a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I wish I could you know, try to uh, feel what they were feeling and try to, like, care about them. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God. (laughs) I hate, like, that's one of my pet peeves, child pet peeves. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not want a child that's, like, super pretentious and corrects adults. Yeah, I don't want a child that's smart, really. Yeah, I want (laughs) dumb children. (laughs) Um, Oh, God, that would be awful. Yeah, it'd be terrible. <laughs> Actually, it's whom? 
Yeah, well, they would like they would know how to use the abacus. Yeah. So you'd be there like oh, using God. the abacus, getting splinters, yeah. and they'd be like, "You're not using that, right?" And you'd be like, "Okay, well, you use it." And then they would get, they the, would splinter. get the splinter. Maybe that's how you get rid of them. Maybe having a ter- having a splintery abacus is how you combat the child. Yeah. Bigger. Okay. We found a solution. Let's buy a bad <laughs> abacus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're almost there at the end. It's 49? Yeah. <clears throat> 49. Anything you ask is responded to with, how could you ask such a question? But not further information. No, no fur- further I, information. I should have said no further. Yeah, that's my <laughs> typo. Um, like, I could ask you... Ask me a question. How long have you lived in Deerfield? How could you ask such a question? <laughs> But can you answer? How could you ask such a question? <laughs> what do you want for lunch? Though? How could you ask such a question? <laughs> yeah, that would... How could you ask sounds... such a question? <laughs> I think that this sounds bad. Yeah, this... yeah, it would be bad. It would be bad. Now that I'm actually doing it, I feel like... At first, when I wrote this, I was like... What? I would be like, this would suck because... I just want my question to be answered, and, like, it hurts my feelings when someone responds with, how could you ask such a question? Yeah. But now after saying it four times, (laughs) it's just terribly annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel... Okay, now do the other way around. What? Ask me a question. How are you doing today? How could you ask such a question? Uh, Because um, I just wanted to know how you're doing today. How could you ask such a question? That wasn't a question. That's true. The first one's a question. Yeah, it's like annoying. Is it annoying on both sides? I think it's annoying on both sides. Yeah, it would be. Like, the person wouldn't want to say that, mm-hmm. but they would be compelled would to. to. Yeah. All right, we're off to the last one. Okay. Oh, okay, this is a long one. <laughs> Buckle up. As a mosquito perpetually giving birth, you are comforted by the fact that your own eyebrows are most likely conscious and that they have an even sadder existence than you do. But moments after thinking this, your eyebrows inform you of three things. One, that they are in fact not conscious. Two, that they are therefore unable to inform anyone of anything. And three, the fact that you are hearing your own eyebrows speak is really not a great sign. (laughs) Yeah, that one to me sounds like you're stuck in mosquito purgatory and um, you're starting to... You're starting to it's go starting crazy. To, yeah, it's getting to you. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Do mosquitoes have eyebrows? It, I, you know, I thought that too when you were reading that one. That question crossed my head. Yeah. But I didn't want to ask for fear of you saying, how could you ask such a question? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the fourth thing that the, that the eyebrows say to the mosquito. How could you ask? Four. Mosquitoes don't have eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that would be the fourth thing. Yeah. Well, um, I think that out of all of them that one is maybe the saddest yeah saddest for last because you're like really just stuck yeah you're a mosquito giving birth forever you probably don't have eyebrows and your eyebrows which you don't have are talking you are talking to you Mm -hmm. and that's that's just sad that means that there's something going on there's something worse yeah there's something um Okay, well, that was the that was fifty things. I feel more sad than I did at the beginning. Uh, I know, <laughs> but I know. not in a bad way. Just like in a way that was like, wow, okay, my brain now 
has all these options. Mm-hmm. If I feel sometimes you want to be in a sad mood, you know. Yeah. And if I if that ever comes about, I can listen to this. Yeah, and also if you're feeling really bad now because of that episode and you need some ideas for things to do when you're sad, <laughs> just go back and listen to the last episode and I have 50 things that yeah. can combat this this pain and this sadness. That's a great point. Also, if you're having a bad day and you listen to this, most of those things are probably worse than whatever happened here. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know what's going on in people's days, but you know, sometimes you have a bad day mm-hmm. and it's just bad because of, you know, a myriad of things. But yeah. maybe if you listen to this. Great word. Thank you. Myriad. Maybe that's one of my favorites. <laughs> and, <laughs> we and dwindle. Dwindle and myriad. Yeah, we, we were talking about favorite words. But anyway, I think like if you're having a bad day and you listen to this, you could be like, okay, whatever I just went through is not as bad as having your goosebumps chiseled off of you with an emery board after being tickled. (laughs) That's pretty bad. Yeah. Going back to that one for a second, (laughs) it might not feel that bad. Like, it might kind of feel good. Um. Like, have you ever gotten a pedicure? Yes, maybe. I haven't, but (laughs) (laughs) no, I actually have had a pedicure. Uh Uh-huh. And they, like, take their little emery board and they like really file your skin I don't like on that. your feet and it no but it feels good it's like it's like if your foot was a block of cheese <laughs> and they're like shaving parmesan off your foot I still don't like it I also think that that's like dead skin on your feet versus fresh nice skin on your arms are goosebumps like, fresh I think skin? so well it depends if you get goosebumps like on your neck that's like fresh skin Sensitive so, skin. is Goosebump on your arms not fresh skin? I think that is, too. I think Goosebump's pretty much anywhere is, like, sensitive skin, unless it's the bottom of your feet. Yeah. I'll have to do more research about Goosebumps, because for some reason, I have, for my whole life, thought that, like, which now I'm realizing can't be true, I, I've thought that when you get Goosebumps, your body's just, like, building bumps of some dead skin. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that that's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So you're not adding skin to your body? No. Okay. Yeah, I think it's already there. Darn. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that is the episode. I want to say thank you again to my guest, Hannah Bacon. I couldn't have done this without you. That's true. And I feel like I really like discussing these things with you. Mm. It's way better than just reading them. Yeah, I like, I like being part of it. Yeah. And I feel like I really understand more about each thing now. Me too. Sometimes when I listen, like when I listen to the first list, I had so many questions. So now, like, my questions have been answered. Now nobody has any questions. <laughs> no one has any questions. They're all, they've all been answered. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, thanks, listeners. Until next time.